0: We love you and honor you, magnify you this morning. We adore you, and we lift you up, Jesus. Hallelujah. You're worthy of all of our praise. We give you the highest praise, the highest worship, because you're worthy and you deserve all of it, and all of the glory belongs to you. Have your way in this service this morning. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Fill your people up this morning to overflowing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you this morning. Have your way, have your way, have your way. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Receive your filling this morning because he's filling you up this morning because you hunger and you thirst after his righteousness. I am filling you up this morning to overflowing. Overflow. I see the waters in your belly rising up. I see the fountains. I see the fountains. I see the waters rising. I'm filling you up. Receive your filling this morning. Just receive it to overflow. To overflowing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. I feel that. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. He's Lord in the sanctuary. He's Lord inside of your temple. Your instrument of righteousness. Vessels of honor. Let perseverance have its perfect work. Let patience have its perfect work as you go through the trials of life. Because it's then that you will mature and be useful in the Master's hand. You're vessels of honor. Everything. Everything in your life the Lord will use and the Lord will honor because he's preparing you for a divine season a divine appointment he's bringing you up out of the miry clay he's already taking you out of that dark pit he said I'm the lifter of your head so keep your head up Keep your head up. Rise up and stand. After you've done everything that you could, just stand and know that the Lord is God. He said, I am the great I am. And there is no other God. Put no other God before me. Put no other obstacle before me. I divided the Red Sea. I created the heavens and the earth. I spoke and there was when there wasn't. I spoke over the waters when it was void. There is nothing too hard for your God. I am raising you up. I am the Lord your healer. I am the God that heals. I send my word to heal your disease. Keep your head up. And stand firm and don't look back. I know the plans that I have for you. My plans are always to prosper you, to see you do well, to see you in good health. Keep your eyes on the prize and reach for the prize. Run the race to win and don't look back. As I am the Lord, I am the Lord. I am the Lord your God. Hallelujah. 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 I'd like to invite anyone on the ministry team to come on up. Her message today is right on target because this morning the Lord said, bring clocks, drape them in gold for my glory. He said, this is a now time. This is a now message. Don't, don't let the time slip by. Some of these clocks, the batteries are out. He said, let me recharge you. Let me redeem what the locusts and the canker worm have eaten. It is a now time.
1: All right, so I chose not to try to receive any particular word during worship because I spent some time this morning and praying, and I, I am practicing something different. I'm asking him to give me some words for, for the body. So I have a couple words. Don't freak out at anyone. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. It's all gold. We don't call out the dirt. we call out the gold. OK? So you don't ever have to be afraid. <clears throat> so I'm going to start with, with this guy here, this guy named Scott, because he shares the same name as me. And uh, I don't really know anything about you, um, but I knew that you were coming today. I know you're 19. And, uh, you know, I was 20 years old when I gave my life to Jesus. Uh, I, was, I was walking in extreme darkness, like I was really into that weird stuff. And uh, he rescued me. Um, just like the, the song we were singing, uh, there's no shadow he won't light up. There's no mountain he wouldn't climb up. He's coming after you. There's no wall he won't kick down. There's no lie that he won't tear down. He's coming after you. I felt like what he told me this morning when I was praying for you is that we share the same name and we are on the, We share the same path. We may not have identical stories, but he came and rescued me, and I know he's your rescuer. So this is what I felt like he gave me this morning. Um, 2 Corinthians 5.17 is for you. It's for all of us, so, but it's for you this morning, Scott. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone. The old you is gone. He's dead. He's a dead man. And the new has come. So I felt like the words, new beginning, and you guys, if you're off to the side, just you can put your hands towards him and just like whew, fire on him. <laughs> there you go. Oh, man, it's going to get intense all of a sudden. <laughs> new beginning. I felt like he said, new beginning New identity. God is going to father you. He is revealing himself to you as father, as dad. He will never call you out according to your past. That man is dead. My past man is dead. He is only concerned with calling out the new man who walks in resurrection power and will provide all and... All means all. He will provide all the grace that you need to get you to your destiny. That means there's no lack of grace at any point on this journey. Doesn't matter if you fall down and then you get back up. There's grace to keep walking. He plans to bless you. 3 John 1-2 and Sister Tao was uh, already praying this out, but First John, third, third John 1, 2, it says, and, and he wants to prosper you through and through. May your soul, spirit, and body be prosperous. He wants to prosper your heart and your life. He, his dreams for you are bigger than you can dream. I, this is stuff that I know has happened in my life, and I felt he said, put it on him, because you're Scott. He sees your future wife and kids. He sees them. When I was 20, I didn't see this woman. I didn't see, where's the other two? I didn't see the, the, I didn't see these five kids. I had no idea how good God is. I had no idea. They, your kids, he sees your wife, your future wife and kids. They will, meet, they will be mighty in the land. Your sons and daughters will be mighty in the land, walking upright in their full kingdom inheritance. (laughs) Man, I'm getting messed up for a second here. And in Holy Spirit, power and anointing on their lives because they're going to have a dad that leads them into the kingdom and following hard and fast after Jesus the King. He really is that good and wants you to be convinced of his loving kindness and favor over you as his son, as his son. He says son to you. He says you are his boy. Now that could be offensive to some people, but when it comes to God, let him call you that. You are his boy and he loves how he made you. So valuable to him that he sent Jesus to rescue and cover you in his perfect righteousness. He declares you holy. Okay. And
2: he just wants you to know that he's one proud papa. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, Connie's not here, is she? No. Okay, so I'll text it to her. Um, So uh, then I got a picture of the halls this morning, and as I started feeling like it was just some simple things, but I believe it's for you, but I also felt like he said, add Leslie to this. So this is for Leslie and the halls, but really it's over everyone here, okay? It really is. This is like, okay. In the places of life where he, not he, in the places of life where there was fear, okay? Who's, Who's never had fear? In the places of life where there was fear, he is replacing it with overwhelming hope and confidence in his goodness toward you. Overwhelming hope and confidence in his goodness toward you. In every area of life, in your health, in your family, in your destiny, in your vision, in provision. He wants to exchange fear where any place of fear was ever at, and he wants to replace it with his perfect hope and confidence. So he sees it. So yeah. All right. You good? Is that okay? Pretty safe. I mean, I didn't call out anything. God's calling you to go to Japan. I see chopsticks in your hair and a kimono. Does that mean anything to you? Scratch that. Erase the tape. <laughs> Did you want to add anything else? So this morning, we got a treat. you want to just leave this in here? Get your butts up here. <laughs> Come on, smitters. Dave and Sharon are going to bring the word. And these guys are loaded cannons. They are loaded cannons. So you just adjust whatever you need up here. Do you need my help? Nope.
3: Scott asked us to speak this morning, so I went through the house and found the most tore-up Bible I could, because, you know, it makes me look spiritual.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: I know what you're thinking. You're going, hey, that dude's Bible's all tore-up. He must be really spiritual. <laughs> no kidding. So now, uh, so <laughs> Scott had asked us for a one-word title for our, uh, for our message, and... Sharon had. Uh,
2: well, actually, it was quite a bit. Um, I had said, uh, "Good, good father,"
1: which is three words.
2: Which is three words, but our father is so good. You know, he's good because he already sees you perfect and whole and complete, and he treats you. Perfect, whole, and complete. He, we have. Sometimes we have this perspective about ourselves that, you know, I'm broken. I've made mistakes. I've fallen. I've already fallen three times today, and I haven't even gotten out the front door. So, um, but God, our Father, He doesn't see us that way. He sees us um, the way He sees us with um, eyes of love. And eyes of grace and eyes of mercy so there we go <laughs> good good father was my first choice
3: my first choice was don't settle but it, it's kind of like one of those things it sounds kind of negative it's like don't do this don't do that don't do this don't you know you know Please what rule. I mean keep yeah that keep that rule so when we settled on is much more yeah. because the Lord has much more for us it doesn't matter where you are in your walk He has way much more. But, you know, sometimes, you know, the mind to receive needs to be renewed. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we want to share, which which verse do we have up first? Matthew. Matthew. Let's hit Matthew. (laughs) We want to establish a few things here first. It says, do you not... Do you know of any parent who would give his hungry child who asked for food a plate of rocks instead? Or when asked for a piece of fish, what parent would offer his child a snake instead? If you, imperfect as you are, know how to lovingly take care of your children and give them what's best, how much more, say much more. Much more. How much more ready is your heavenly Father to give wonderful gifts to those who ask him? If you look at this, he's talking about children receiving things, and that's the way he looks at us. We are God's, we are heavenly Father's children. We are kings, priests, and children of the Most High God. And he wants to give us things. All we have to do is ask because, as Sharon said, he is a good, good God. He's
2: a good father so uh, one of the things that i had seen fairly early on in my walk and i'm sure um, some of you have seen this illustration but it's um, they used a pencil when i first saw this illustration but it meant it really had an impact on me and so what this is is how we see our lives we see this timeline here I'm, you know, I'm a child. I'm in my parents' house. I'm going to school. I'm making progress. Hey, I get saved, and then, um, and then we move along this timeline. And in our perspective, we think, okay, I'm at the end. I'm righteous. I'm holy. I'm, I'm what God's called me to be. Finally. But um, as children, God's perspective is not this linear timeline, but His perspective is here. So in in this is like His eternal now. So when you, when He saw you before you were ever conceived, when He saw you, He saw you already saw you completed. He saw you righteous. He saw you. Um, you know, He saw you already whole in Him. So this is our. Um, so this is just the perspective that Father has of you, that you are already complete and whole and righteous and perfect. Did I stick to the topic?
3: <laughs> Pretty close. Pretty. <laughs> so we are children. We can ask the Father for wonderful gifts. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say that we're going to, you know, eek on by. As Tao said, he wants us prosperous. All we have to do is ask for those wonderful gifts. And he's not talking just about spiritual gifts. He's talking about wonderful gifts. Um, One of the other things, I know I've heard messages on this from some of the churches we've attended before. But I'm going to try to throw a new light on this. Could you put up Matthew 7? 13 and
2: 14. Mm,
3: It says, come to God through the narrow gate because the wide gate and broad path is the way that leads to destruction. Nearly everyone chooses that crowded road. The narrow gate and the difficult way leads to eternal life. So few even find it. And the way the connotation was in the churches previously is that, uh, We go through this narrow gate and our life is narrow and tight and squeaky. Has anyone ever come home and tried to find the front door of your house in the dark? And then when you open it, does it open up into this tight little hallway? This is the way to get to Jesus.
2: Unless you're a hoarder.
3: Yeah, unless you're a hoarder, then it kind of, you know, you got the pathways. So we rebuke anybody that's a hoarder healed, <laughs> <Not> healed. <laughs> but it's the narrow gate to get into eternal life mm-hmm. after we get into Christ it opens up into this huge yeah. big world yeah. it's narrow gate not narrow life yeah. Yeah. Christ is big That's good. the doors to our house are small but once we open them up it isn't this narrow, little, tiny path. It's big.
0: That's good.
3: So what, we, what I'm trying to shine a light on is that, yes, it is a narrow gate. Once you've gone through that gate, it opens up big.
2: Mm-hmm. I've given the example before of uh, when you either go to, like, Disneyland or you go to Wild Waves, You either go through a ticket booth or a turnstile so it is a narrow opening but once you get into that park it opens up into you know a variety of it's all fun stuff it's all good stuff you know they've even got a first aid station if you bang yourself up but um, and that's how it is how that's how life is in Christ he's not stingy he's not tight um, definitely there's those times you know where we do have to stand like Tao was saying sometimes you just have to stand but you're not standing alone um, he's he's with you he's strengthening excuse me he's strengthening you and um, so back to the park so um, life in Christ it is, it's a huge world it's a huge It's a universe, and so our lives, um, so for us to um, renew our minds and come to that understanding that God is a good God and that he has good gifts for us, um, he does have a good life. He's got a great life.
3: So we ask ourselves, who are we in Christ right now? Christ sees us as the completed. He sees us, as Sharon said earlier, whole. He sees us from beginning to end, complete and wonderfully changed. Another one I'd like to read, uh, Luke 10:19. says now you understand that i have imparted to you all my authority to trample over his kingdom he's talking about the devil you will trample upon every demon before you before you and overcome every power satan possesses absolutely nothing will be able to harm you as you walk in this authority The Lord's given us all authority. We're his children. We are children of the king. We are like little kings. Mm -hmm. So what we say goes. Mm -hmm. If the enemy is trying to come against you, use your words, speak to that. Don't settle for the enemy trying to trample you. It says the enemy comes to steal. The first word out of what they say about it is he comes to steal. He comes to steal from you, your money, your health. Your fun your joy your peace okay. Okay. the devil is a thief do not allow him to come in speak to him take your authority in Christ and use it
2: mm-hmm. so um, it's kind of like if you see uh, you begin to see ants around your house you just take that stupid ants, stupid ants. yeah <laughs> So, yeah, and David's actually really good at this. I wish I had a picture of it, but um, he'll see, he'll walk around the, the foundation of the house and he'll be like, I saw an ant, and then the next thing I see is he's got that, uh, a gallon of that spray, and he's, he's, yeah, he's, and he's out there and he's spraying, and um So the enemy uh, likes to, he would come in and try to deceive you and uh, want you to think that he's this big guy, mean guy, well, he's a mean guy, but he tries to be bigger than what he really is. And uh, the deception is that um, you think you're smaller than what you really are, and the deception is that he tries to make himself bigger than what he really is, but really, you're out there like David you're the big guy you've got a potent weapon and you're just um, you're just putting this uh, this point, this ant killer to to him and it and it'll stop him Um, I did hear some preacher years ago say, he says, the only good thing I can say about the devil is that he's persistent. So you just have to be even more persistent. Just get out there and use your authority and know that your authority is working. Sometimes you just have to stand your ground.
3: I've heard the illustration that our authority is like the traffic cop. When a traffic cop is out there and he puts his hand out to stop, people aren't stopping because he's just a guy out there with his hand up. He's stopping because he has the authority. He's got the uniform. He's got the badge. That concrete truck's rolling down the road. He sticks his hand out. That concrete concrete truck's going to come to a stop because that man has the authority. And that's the way we need to look at ourselves. We are the traffic cops. If the devil starts coming at us, we put our hand out and say, no Satan, you are not stealing my stuff. You are not coming in to ruin my health. And you are gone. You are out of here. Mm -hmm. Did we get the mustard seed one? Do we have the mustard seed one? Do we have the mustard seed? And he told them this parable how can i describe god's kingdom realm let me illustrate it with this parable it is like the mustard seed the tiniest of all the seeds yet when it springs up and grows it becomes the largest plant in the garden and with so many enormous spreading branches even birds can nest in its shade Um, one of the things i wondered is why didn't he say like a grain of sand or a tiny pebble it's because our faith is a seed Mm. it's a very small seed but it's living and growing Mm -hmm. and one of the things he says about the mustard seed is if you have faith as a mustard seed you will say to this mountain Mm -hmm. be removed and thrown into the sea and as you're speaking your faith is growing
2: Mm -hmm. yeah
3: it is living it is becoming larger and larger.
2: Mm-hmm. So, as we um, as we speak, um, there well, there's an example. It's probably not the best example, but I was watching this show, and a scene in the show has this girl. She's she's in her car and she's crying. Just lost a job. And she's like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. And all of a sudden you see a shift. And she says, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. And so um, so what started out for her as just being sad and sorrowful, and as she is beginning to like realize, hey, I'm not going anywhere, her attitude changes, her perspective changes, and that's how it is for us a lot of times when we're in the midst of that, um, when we're in the midst of our struggle. It's like, oh my goodness, did I, I failed again, I failed again. And it's, and then all of a sudden, you're like, Lord, what is your perspective? And his, perspect- his perspective is, he's like, you're an overcomer. You're more than a conqueror. You are kings and priests, and all of a sudden, What was this huge failure is now just, well, wait a minute, that was just a deception. That was just a, that was just a little pebble on my path. But the reality, the truth, the truth is that we are kings and priests, we are overcomers, and we rule and reign by our words.
3: And as we speak, and as our mustard seed of faith begins to grow, What happens is it talks about how with so many enormous spreading branches, even birds can nest in its shade. That means that as our faith grows and as we prosper, we're helping not just ourselves, but our families, our church body, and those around us. We're able to give what we've taken in. We are overflowing. Our branches are wide and we are laying hands on people. They are being healed, they are being helped. You know, I mean, if, if you think the devil is stealing from you, as it says, say, say, say. Mm-hmm. say that is the work, is the speaking mm-hmm. about your faith. Right. is using your faith, your authority as a believer, as a child of Christ.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Say to whatever's going on, whether it's in your body, whether it's in your bank account. If your bank account's empty... Speak in your bank account. Bank account, I have a $250 bill. I, right now, call $250 into my bank account. If you have health, health problems, speak to your body. Now, one of the things that was kind of abused was the name it and claim it crowd. And I know, what's his name, Valatin. Chris Valatin. One of the things he said is, is that People have stolen some of our things Mm. and put negative connotations on there. This is not name it and claim it. This is using your authority Mm -mm. for what God has rightfully given you. He has rightfully put you as kings and priests Mm -hmm. and his kids and his kids have a legacy and an inheritance from him. Mm
2: -hmm. So
3: start speaking that if you're in need, ask him for the wonderful gifts. Mm -hmm. don't settle for less don't settle for anything less than what god's best is he is calling us to come up to that other level
0: Mm -hmm.
3: and we are building a church body here Mm -hmm. and that's what we need because we're going to have people come in that are hurting and we need a foundation to build the house upon Mm
2: -hmm. that's good that's good so um Isabel we didn't send this one, but it's um, Luke 17:7, 7, and it is it, it refers to um, it Refers to um, i'm not sure if some is an authority figure or a king or some some authority figure and it says do you say to your servant after he has plowed the field and after um, you know he's spent the day working do you tell him come on in and have a seat and rest? That per, that authority figure is, is no he doesn't. What he does is he said he says come in, make my dinner, get everything ready. And when that's all done, then you can, you know, then you can rest. But what it is who the servant is is faith. So as we're speaking we're releasing our faith and our faith is the servant going out there and bringing it in so just we just stay faithful to speaking to stay faithful to just speaking calling in what it is that the lord has promised you so you're you're not being um you're not being i don't know you're not being greedy you're just simply taking advantage of what the lord has provided for you
3: when it speaks as faith as a servant it was right after in luke he's talking about the mustard seed and speaking about faith and right after that he talks about how the servant you know you tell the servant to go out there what he wants you to do is he wants you to work that faith like a servant like sharon said you want Faith is waiting for you to send it out yeah. to do the job. That's good,
2: good, good.
3: So when you tell your servant, faith, you say, Faith, I need my body healed. I need money in my bank account. I need my kids coming back from wherever they're doing. I need mm-hmm. my kids kept safe. Yeah. Send that faith out as a servant. As mm-hmm. a time.
2: So, and just kind of one of the things uh, that years ago, I was really struggling with this whole thing. And uh, so the Lord showed me a, a pie, and the pie was, in a, was cut in pieces. And um, he says, I'm not asking you to have this whole pie of faith. He says, I'm just asking you to have one piece. I'm like, I don't know if I can even do that, Lord. He says, well, do you have a sliver? I said, yes, I have a sliver of faith. And he said, what we're going to do is we're just going to focus on that that piece that you do have. And in that place, speak. So it wasn't that I had to have an absence of doubt. Because it's, it's like being in the world. It's always all around us but he wasn't asking me to void all doubt he says i just want you to rest in that one place of faith and speak out of that out of that place do you believe that i love you yes father i believe that you love me in that place do you believe i have a good life for you yes i believe that and so what happened is as i learned to rest in that one place It just seemed like everything else began to fall away. So he wasn't asking me to tackle the doubt. He wasn't asking me to, um, he wasn't asking me to be perfect. He was just asking me to rest in that one place. And I I think I just have taken that forward. You know, that rest has just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. So, um, So the work is not on you to rid yourself of everything that um weighs you down the work is just speak what you know just speak what you know from the word um, and rest in that place that um, just god just is crazy about you he loves you and um, he doesn't see anything wrong with you he just wants you to rest and knowing that in Him, that you're already perfect in Him.
3: Just remember that, you, that we, those who have accepted Christ, are children of God.
2: Children.
3: Children, mm-hmm. children. children of God.
2: Children,
3: <laughs> We're children of God. <laughs> and that He wants to give us the good gifts stay in the word to renew your mind to what god has for you because the word has a lot of stuff in there Mm -hmm. and if you're having trouble pray say lord i'm having trouble understanding this would you through your holy spirit help me to understand what you would have in the word the word is so deep Mm -hmm. it's so so full Mm -hmm. um but just keep speaking Renew your mind to the speaking. Don't think, name it and claim it. Think, I'm just getting what the Lord has for me. The Lord is asking all of us to come up. We're all coming up yeah. a different level, all better level, higher and better. Mm-hmm. So...
2: Yeah. Just, well, just, just kind of, just to go back to the beginning. So in this... Typically when, you know, our pastor, he says, can you share, we're, we're excited and it just seems like it comes together easily. And this time we were really, we're like, wow, Lord, what is going on? Because we really had to, really had to lean in and um, really the leaning in was just really an invitation to come closer and uh, to come up higher and so I just would encourage you, I know a lot of times it's easy to say, well, this is what I do. Um, it's like, okay, I gotta be at the door in 30 minutes and I gotta do this, this, and this. And so a lot of times it's easy just to say, okay, Lord, I love you, bless my day, and, you know, and everybody around me. And um, so if you could just find a verse that really, um, that really just stands out to you, just really lean into that into that scripture and just speak it over yourself Um, just speak it out loud and just kind of let it um, just let it rain over you let it soak into you and um, you know you'll you'll get something more out of it
3: i like the one with the all the authority I like to pray that Lord you have given us all authority so right now I speak over my world I speak over my commute to work I speak over my Mm -hmm. shop and I say no evil can come in there or on Mm -hmm. anybody in there I say my shop is blessed there is love joy peace patience kindness gentleness
1: Mm,
3: fun and that's the way I speak over my day so i like to pray over you guys. Heavenly Father, we ask that eyes and hearts and minds would be open to your goodness, your kindness, and that you have so much more for each one of us. Lord, continue to show us your goodness. Right now, we bind and rebuke the enemy that would try to come against any of us, Lord, that would try to steal, to kill, and destroy. We say right now that the enemy's works come to nothing. And we say that, Lord, above all, your work in our lives is bringing us up. Help us to minister to others. Help us to minister to our families, our friends, and our church body. We thank you for your goodness in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. done? done? Really? You want to keep going? Oh, good. I don't even know what time it is, but... It's 1230. Cool. You guys are, like, precise and right on target. <clears throat> well, I just, I just want to say, you know, I received that. Um, and from the beginning, when you said that the, the gate is, is small and narrow, but when we get in, it's so true. You know, when I got saved, it seemed like, oh, I'm just going to have to get rid of all the fun in my life. But when I came into Jesus and I discovered what he had for us what he saved us into is way bigger way more important than what we've been saved out of the worldly life is is just dumb it's dumb and just yes and amen to activating our mouths you know just practice it guys i would encourage you practice it you will see the difference in your own life when you learn how to speak as Chris Valentin said, some people are just talking themselves to death. Yeah. Just, when you find your mouth going and going and going in a negativity, just stop, put your hand, like Job, I put my hand over my mouth. When you get a glimpse of God, you put your hand over your mouth. You're just like, I better shut up. <laughs> and it's with your heart that you believe, and it's with your mouth that you confess. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Well, good job, you guys. Hey, if, uh, why don't you guys stand up? We're done. But if you want prayer this morning for anything, for healing, we really love to go after healing. And we have testimonies of of breakthroughs. And we want your your experience to be the next testimony. Um, God is that good. And he does want you healed. He does want your body healed full of that shalom of heaven, that total well-being. So if you want prayer, come, come on up. And otherwise, there's a bunch of donuts over there. But don't let the kids get to them first. So <laughs> shove kids out of the way, get those donuts, and then leave them some crumbs. All right. <laughs> Amen. You
2: guys are dismissed if you want to go.